The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. Here's the news. The Long March 7 carrier rocket tasked with lifting the Tianzhou 6 cargo spaceship has recently been transported to the Wenchang Space Launch Center in Hainan Province. According to China Manned Space Agency, the rocket will undergo assembly and testing together with Tianzhou 6, which arrived earlier. Tianzhou 6 is scheduled to dock with the country's Tiangong Space Station early next month to deliver propellants, science payloads, and necessities for the astronauts. Before its arrival, the Tianzhou 5 will depart the station to leave the docking hatch open for Tianzhou 6. Designed to function for more than a year, a Tianzhou cargo spaceship has two parts, a cargo cabin and a propulsion section. The vehicles are 10.6 meters long and 3.35 meters wide. The cargo craft has a liftoff weight of 13.5 metric tons and can transport up to 6.9 tons of supplies to the space station. The current crew inside the Tiangong the three members of the Shenzhou 15 mission arrived at the station on November 30th. Their six-month journey is scheduled to conclude around the end of May, and then the Shenzhou 16 crew will take over. Orbiting Earth about 400 kilometers above the ground, Tiangong Space Station currently consists of three major components, a core module and two science lab modules, and is connected with two visiting craft, the Shenzhou 15 cruise ship and the Tianzhou 5 cargo ship. This is Special English. Football is back, and so is the Beijing Workers' Stadium. After more than two years of renovation and reconstruction, Beijing Workers' Stadium finally shook to chance and excitement as the 2023 Chinese Super League, or CSL, season kicked off at this iconic ground. Under the sculpture of a male and a female worker greeting guests, which has been standing inside the North Gate since the first day of opening, 
thousands of football fans wearing Beijing Guoan's green jerseys entered the stadium again along with the familiar route. As one of the ten major projects to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the founding of the People's Republic of China, the Beijing Worker Stadium was designed and constructed in the then eastern suburb of Beijing in 1959, becoming China's biggest multifunctional sporting complex at the time. During the past decades, Worker Stadium staged a number of domestic and international events, including China's inaugural National Games, the 2008 Olympic Games, and the 1990 Asian Games, and became home to Beijing Guoan in 1996, making it not only a stadium. But also a witness of the tremendous development of China's sports industry and a reminder of Beijing's city spirit. Worker Stadium has undergone three structural enhancements and one facility renovation since the 1990s. But still couldn't meet the requirements of large-scale international professional football events, along with safety concerns in different aspects. The old stadium needed a fresh upgrade. As Beijing Guoan beat Shandong Taishan three to two to conclude the 2019 CSL season on December 1, 2019, Worker Stadium waved a temporary goodbye to its fans. In August 2020, the renovation and reconstruction started. Looking from the outside, the new stadium remains unchanged in its structural proportions, appearance, and elements. But going inside, a modern and professional football stadium that meets the highest FIFA standards appears right in front. The home and away format. Has been fully restored in the new season, which marks the 30th year of the professional era of Chinese football, as over 46,000 football fans poured into the new Beijing Workers Stadium for the opening game on April 15th. Flying flags. Rhythmic drumbeats, dynamic lights, and waves of cheering echoed over the grounds. Despite a one-to-one draw with the visiting Meizhou Haka, Guoan fans made themselves heard until the final whistle, 
while the players greeted the South Stand after the game as they used to do in the good old times. Apparently, the legacy of the stadium and the bond with its football fans continue. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reid in Beijing. China wrapped up a clean sweep of gold medals on the final day of the Diving World Cup in Xi'an, as Olympic champion Chuan Hongchan suffered an agonizing defeat at the hands of her compatriot Chen Yuxi in the women's 10-meter platform. The 16-year-old teen sensation, who made a splash at the Tokyo Games, topped the preliminary with 438.9 points, but two errors in the final cost her dearly. Chun, meanwhile, maintained her consistent golden form from last summer's World Championships in Budapest, and claimed the title with 431.2 points. Despite her sensational winning streak, Chun remained humble and hungry for more. She observed that athletes need to constantly strive for higher goals, as standing still is essentially a step back. She noted the next step is to train hard and work towards the title of the next competition. Later in the day, local favorite Yang Hao notched an impressive score of 574.4 points to win the men's 10-meter platform. It was the 25-year-old's second medal in Xi'an after teaming up with Lian Junjie to come out on top in the men's 10-meter synchronized gold in early April. Yang said after his comfortable triumph that he's really thrilled that he was able to put on a good show in his hometown. He said after coming back from the national championships in Shanghai, he has been pushing himself harder in training and have managed to adjust his mindset more effectively. The last action of the day saw China swat aside Germany and Britain in the team event. The Chinese team had an uncharacteristically slow start in the initial stages but managed to regain control in the final rounds, ultimately bagging the gold with a total score of 469.35. As the curtain fell on the World Aquatics Diving World Cup, 
China has swept all nine gold medals on offer in Xi'an, topping the tally with a total of 11 medals. A total of 63 elite divers from 13 teams competed at the first stop of the Diving World Cup in Xi'an. The second stop moves to Montreal, Canada, from May 5th through the 7th, and the super final will take place in Berlin, Germany, from August 4th through the 6th. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. Delve into a world of words with books and beyond. A podcast made especially for audiobook lovers. I came into the world as the youngest of five children. I wondered children. what Her Majesty would be like. Fie upon you, limpid one! Why have you taken? Immerse yourself in gripping stories and timeless classics from the comfort of your own personal space. Sun Tzu underlined three points on the context game initiative. There was initiative. no better wine, and not to mention the. Whether you are a bookworm or a casual listener. Our carefully curated selection of audio books will transport you to new worlds and stir your imagination. Subscribe to Books and Beyond and start your audio book adventure now on radio.cgtn.com or your favorite podcast app. Are you one of the many looking to improve your English language skills by watching films or TV shows, but feel it's too fast or get lost in the words? Well, slow things down with Special English, where you can polish your reading, listening, and pronunciation at your own pace. Get caught up with current news and international affairs while getting your daily English lesson with us. Find us on Apple Podcast by searching for Special English. The average monthly salary for new recruits in 38 major cities, including Beijing and Shanghai, saw a slight rise in the first quarter of this year as employers remain cautious about labor costs. Recruitment platform Jiaoping recently released a report saying. That the average salary for new recruits in 38 major cities was 10,101 yuan per month in the first quarter, a slight rise of 0.9 percent year on year. Of the 38, which also includes cities such as Changsha and Wuhan. And cities with stronger economic strength, like Hangzhou and Xiamen, employers in Shanghai offer the highest average new monthly salary of thirteen thousand four hundred and thirty-three yuan, followed by Beijing at thirteen thousand two hundred and fifty-one yuan per month. And Shenzhen at twelve thousand 
$668 yuan per month. The report said that vacancies in sectors like new energy and tourism are subject to higher recruitment salaries because of state-level support policies for national emissions peak and carbon neutrality goals, and also because of the relaxation of COVID-19 policies. Employers on the platform offer an average monthly salary of 11,233 yuan for job seekers applying for positions related to new energy, ranking the industry 8th among the 10 with the highest salaries for new recruits. Jobs such as tour guides and consultants saw new salaries increase by 8.9% year-on-year, averaging 7,678 yuan per month. Yang Li, a 37-year-old from Shanxi province who switched from being a bespoke travel planner to a live-streaming anchor in 2022 due to the pandemic, is ready to get back into tourism. Yang said she loved her previous job and she's been eager to get back into the sector as tourism is booming thanks to the new COVID-19 control policies and she has had three job invitations from travel agencies with good offers. Yen Xiangjun, president of the Shandong College of Tourism and Hospitality, said that employers now look for job seekers with multiple skills for tourism-related vacancies especially the ability to produce short videos and do live streaming. According to the Zhao Pin report, educational background also matters and vacancies requiring a higher education offer higher initial salaries. Jobs requiring a doctoral degree offer an average monthly salary of 30,578 yuan on Zhao Pin and 17,983 yuan for those with a master's degree. The platform said that there will be increasing competition in the job market as the economy recovers, so job seekers should adjust salary expectations in accordance with their abilities and company's needs. This is Special English. A new exhibition of 120 
Cultural Treasures from China's Dunhuang Research Academy has opened in Gansu. The institute helps oversee the 1,600-year-old Mogao Grottoes, a UNESCO World Heritage site. Dedicated to chronicling the diverse and inclusive nature of Dunhuang culture, this inspiring exhibition has been divided into four sections. Together, they present 120 pieces of rare relics selected from the Dunhuang Research Academy's collection of around 550 sets. The exhibition highlights some of the exchanges between Eastern and Western civilizations that took place along the legendary Silk Road that Dunhuang, an ancient city on this famed trade route, has witnessed throughout history. It also aims to throw a spotlight on the behind-the-scenes archaeological and research efforts conducted over the past seven decades. You're listening to Special English. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing. That's the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Football is back, and so is the Beijing Workers' Stadium. After more than two years of renovation and reconstruction, Beijing Workers' Stadium finally shook to chants and excitement as the 2023 Chinese Super League, or CSL, season kicked off at this iconic ground. Under the sculpture of a male and a female worker greeting guests, which has been standing inside the North Gate since the first day of opening, Thousands of football fans wearing Beijing Guo'an green jerseys entered the stadium again along with the familiar route. As one of the ten major projects to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the founding of the People's Republic of China, the Beijing Workers' Stadium was designed and constructed in the then eastern suburb of Beijing in 1959, becoming China's biggest multifunctional sporting complex at the time. During the past decades, the Workers' Stadium staged a number of domestic and international events, including China's inaugural National Games, the 2008 Olympic Games, the 1990 Asian Games, and became home to Beijing Guo'an in 1996, making it not only a stadium, but also a witness of the tremendous development of China's sports industry and a reminder of Beijing's city spirit. Workers' Stadium has undergone three structural enhancements and one facility renovation since the 1990s, but still, the old stadium needed a fresh upgrade. In August 2020, the renovation and reconstruction started. Looking from the outside, the new stadium remains unchanged in its structural proportions, appearance, and elements. But going inside, a modern and professional football stadium that needs the highest FIFA standards appears right in front. Over 46,000 football fans poured into the new Beijing Workers' Stadium for the opening game on April 15th. Flying flags, rhythmic drumbeats, dynamic lights, and waves of cheering echoed over the grounds. 
Despite a one-to-one draw with the visiting Meijo Haka, Guan fans made themselves heard until the final whistle while the players greeted the South Stand after the game as they used to do in the good old times. Apparently, the legacy of the stadium and the bond with its football fans continue. This is the end of today's program. I'm Tony Reed in Beijing, and I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.